When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mornings on SEN. Welcome back to the show. The Grand Annual Sprint Car Classic is one of the biggest sprint car races in the world and one of the biggest outside the USA. It's in Warnable. The 50th running is next year uh, in late January and one of the star attractions will be James McFadden who joins me in the studio. Hello, James. Hey, man. How you doing? Very well. Before we get stuck into your journey in this sport and also how you got involved with uh, Hodges Motorsport... We talk in footy over here, people say, oh, the season's too long, there's too many games. It was the same with the BBL last year. But just take us through your season in the United States and how many times you race in a year. Yeah, we, uh, we'll travel back to America on the 5th of February and, and start basically the 6th or the 7th is our first race. And we'll go all the way through till about mid, mid-November. Uh, the calendar just came out, it's, it's 84 races, so... I think we go through 22 states over there. We, you know, travel 20,000 miles. Um, yeah, it's a it's a busy busy schedule. And then obviously with Australia um, being summer, when we come back, it's it's another you know 10 to 20, 30 races depending on what you want to do. So we can, you know, race upwards of 100 races a year. So it's a it's a full time busy <laughs> schedule for sure. And you're not flying in to races around the states. You are literally on the road all year. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my wife Zoe and, and my boy Maverick, we uh, we travel around America in a motorhome, sort of, I guess, looking a bit like the Griswolds, you know, <laughs> <laughs> up and down the road in a uh, in a motorhome. And and yeah, like we said, we we race on a Tuesday, a Wednesday, a Friday, a Saturday, and then Mondays. Like it's it's sort of a pretty hectic schedule all around the country. So it's it's a lot of fun, but yeah, a lot of miles up and down the road as well. How mentally and physically? taxing is it and also on as you say you've got your wife with you you've got your 20 month old son as well so it's a massive commitment on their behalf as well but by the end of the season you just just drained yeah i was uh was this year we um we got to the end of the year and it, and it starts to slow down a little bit with you know four days in between each race um and the weather starts to to get a little worse little cold bit of snow and uh we you know you just sort of let's let's wrap it up it's it's over so um, you know, the, the mid part of the season is so busy that you don't get time to slow down, which I think is the best way to do it. And you, you know, you're grinding up and down the road, going to bed at three or four in the morning in a Walmart car park in the motorhome <laughs> and up at seven to get to the next track. So we, uh, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting way to do it and a different lifestyle, but, um, you know, physically you just, you get on with it and, and do the job. So how, how did you get involved in sprint cars? initially obviously we're very strong in motorsport and a whole range of categories in australia but how did you get introduced to the sport in the first place yeah so i grew up in alice springs racing go-karts and um, my dad had a sprint car and raced a little bit um you know locally in a, a little bit around adelaide sort of area and uh yeah progressively got to that point that i was allowed to have a have a skid in it one day and and kicked him out and and it was it was mine from then on so yeah, race for my family team for, for a year or two and then just been trying to climb the ladder ever since. So it's obviously a massive sport in the US and that's where I guess everyone wants to go to, to be a sprint car driver. As we said, though, the race in Warrnambool is massive, which is, I mean, Warrnambool country town. It's it's known for its, uh, you know, 
Racing Carnival in May with the Thoroughbreds. But just give us a, a snapshot of how big this race is and, and what sort of quality drivers come out every year to compete in it. Yeah. Uh, so the classic to me was, you know, the, the pinnacle of, of racing, you know, it's, it's the AFL grand final. It's, you know, any, any major sporting event in Australia is, you know, has a pinnacle and that for us is the Warrnambool classic. And, you know, the, the town gets so behind it. I moved to Warrnambool purely, you know, because it's the, the easiest place to race and it's, you know, the biggest races and stuff around that area. So, you know, we up and left and where we were living in Brisbane to, to move down to, uh, to Warrnambool to, to be closer to that. So yeah, um, race, get to race all around the world and race some really huge events. And the classic to me is still probably the one on the list to win, you know, to win the most. And, uh, you know, that for example, there's 20, probably 20 Americans, um, Brad Sweet's the, the best driver yep. in, in America right now. And he's coming out. Um, you know, you've got your Carson Macedos who's with third in the world championship this year. So there'll be 20 Americans and all the best Australians. And it's, it's a race where we get to showcase what we do in front of 12, 15,000 people. And, um, yeah, just the whole weekend, the whole event is just a, something that I think everyone needs to witness. Speaking to James McFadden, he's in the studio, sprint car superstar from Australia, building up to the 50th annual Grand Annual, annual Sprint Car Classic down in Warrnambool uh, in late January next year. So you're, you're driving for a new team. It's called Hodges Motorsport. It's the brainchild of motorsport expert, uh, AFL 360 producer Tim Hodges. It f- features uh, ownership of Jared Waitley, Scott McLaughlin, Jack Rewalt. Just talk us through how this all, all came about. A few superstars. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, pretty random really. Um, you know, when the, when the idea was proposed to me, I was like, wow, this is going to be great for our sport. You know, a lot of different eyes on it. Obviously I'd seen what Scott had been doing in America and, um, his following in America is quite, quite large. So I thought, well, that's going to obviously be good for, for the sport. And then, you know, Tim's just very passionate about it. Warnable boy knows yep. how much, you know, the Warnable classic means to drivers and, and the town and, and people that have grown up in Warrnambool, um, you know, and then Jack Rewalt and Gerald, you honestly, I'm not a big football person. <laughs> so, um, I know how big those guys are and, and to have them, you know, want to be a part of what we do and, and is pretty cool. It's hopefully it builds some more interest in some people that might've gone to the speedway as, you know, as young fellas when they were younger and, um, and then might rekindle their, their love for it. So yeah, I, I hope we can, you know, like I said, get some new eyes onto it, um, promote it well and, and do, do it justice. It'll be cool if we could go out and, uh, win a race for him. I was going to say, was that part of the thing? Obviously you want to be in a really good race car and you'd love to win the race, particularly when it's, uh, the 50th edition, but obviously everyone in, in your sport and in motorsport knows how big this event is and how spectacular sprint cars can be. But do you hope you bring some new eyes onto the sport when people become aware of of your story and, and, and through some of the owners in, in this car? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't think there's any better way to do it. There's, you know, four completely different diverse people of, um, you know, in, in sports. So obviously Jack's a huge, huge figure in AFL. And, um, you know, from what I believe he's pretty keen about this, mm. this deal. So I'm excited for it. I'm excited to showcase what I do for a job and, and, you know, what we do as a Warnable classic, I think, I think as a, as an event, it's pretty cool. When you drive into Warrnambool, it's, it's racing, you know, you know, that it's going to be a, a cool weekend. So yeah, I think, I think it's great for our sport. Um, obviously they've, they've stepped up the promotion. Um, you know, that's the team's done a really good job in that aspect. They've given me all the tools that mm-hmm. I need to, 
to be able to win this race. And that's the end goal. Uh, it's a hard race to win. Um, but you know, that's, they've, they've done everything now. It's, it's my job to get the job done. So what's, is the car ready? Is it still being built? Where's it at? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, probably 90% done. We, uh, we've been working on it there in Warrnambool just to make sure everything's right. I'm, I'm a little fussy these days, the older <laughs> I get with how I sit and my throttle pedals and stuff. So yeah, no, we're, we're pretty in pretty good spots. So, uh, excited to get it, um, get it underway. We've obviously got some really good support like Napa Auto Parts and everybody's come on board and it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm as pumped as I've ever been to, to be in a car. So I'm, I'm excited. So Jared's normally the one sitting in this seat hosting this show. So when he's down there and at the race next year, what can he expect from sprint cars? Just tell us about the power of these things we see quite often. There's some spectacular crashes like all motorsport. What, what's, what's he in for when he, when he experiences, uh, the race next year? Uh, so I guess a snapshot, a quick snapshot of them are, you know, 900, 950 horsepower, um, engines, they weigh about 600 kilos. So your power to weight ratio is better than a formula one car. Um, but we race on dirt. Um, so Warnable is about 420 meters. And I think the lap record there's nine sec, nine and a half seconds. So you get boogieing pretty good around <laughs> there. And then, uh, obviously with the open wheels, you can catch a wheel pretty easy and, and things go wrong. But we have a big wing on the top, which is basically an upside down, um, airplane wing. Uh, it keeps on the ground. So if you, if you lose some of that, your aero and they start to take off and do some wheel stands and it's just, it, it's, a uh, there's not a lot of sports around anymore where motorsports where you can sit and see the whole race. Yeah. Um, you know, and that the tracks are like natural amphitheaters. You can sit up on the hill on the grass hill and, and watch the whole action and the whole show. So I think we're one of the best motorsports, if not the best motorsport to watch, if you can, you know, if you can take a little bit of dust and dirt. So <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna be in for a shock. There's a, you know, 120 cars will be at the classic. So it's, uh, it's a it's an entertaining event. Now I'd imagine when you're an elite sportsman, there'd be nothing more annoying than owners that interfere. They want to tell you how to drive and just get involved too much. You're confident this mix of people that you got will just hold back a little bit and let you do your job without offering too much advice, or do you welcome some advice? Well, I'm I'm all ears for some advice, but uh, Tim he also said the roof on the car, and it's not a roof; it's the wing. So that's about how I much. Thought he was an expert. That's about how much he knows. So I don't think he'll be telling me how to drive. But uh, yeah, and I, I'm excited. You know, to like we said, to showcase the sport in front of different eyes. And um, for me, it's it's a privilege to be a part of it. Uh, the the classic and and racing sprint cars in general is a is a passion, not just a job for me. So to uh, to have some passionate guys around it that are completely different. You know. Uh, people and we normally deal with is, is going to be great. We, we've all followed Scott's journey really closely out of V8s and now into IndyCars. Have you had much to do with Scott over the journey? Uh, not just a little bit of here and there. We actually lived in the same town uh, in North Carolina in Mooresville there for a, for a while. So we tried to catch up to schedules, obviously um, clash. So no, I followed his, you know, watch, I'd watch on Sunday every, you know, every day um, that he would race. So yeah, he's doing some great things and, um, it's pumped to see him so excited about this new, this new venture. And one day we'll get him in one and, uh, he can see what a real race car is like. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Scott. There's your challenge. How big is sprint cars in the U S because you've got NASCAR, which is massive. You've got IndyCar. Where does sort of sprint car fit in, in terms of, you know, coverage and media interest and these sort of things? Uh, I think, I think, uh, crowd wise and, um, you know, 
viewership is is up there with all of that. We just don't have the live TV and the the media as such. And I think that's a lot to do with the travel and the mm. places we race. You know, we can go to places you've never even heard of before, and there'll be ten thousand people in the stands. So it's uh, yeah, we I think we just race so much that the the media side of things isn't you know as great as what it could be but the following's huge um you know for me personally since i've been racing the world of outlaws tour in america it's my following in australia is tripled so it's uh yeah it's 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 there but it's not obviously at the uh star level the indycar and and nascar stuff is but like america america do huge things like the knoxville nationals is uh two hundred thousand dollars to win you know, there's 50,000 people there over a, you know, a four, four race, um, four day race weekend. And it's in a town of two and a half thousand people, middle, yeah. of, middle of nowhere. So it's, uh, yeah, we just, it's a different way of doing it, but it's, uh, it works for, for them. So given how brutal the schedule is, you're on the road so much for someone that's not American racing over there, how long can you do it for? Given you've got a young family with you, you you're racing so often, is it? something you can see yourself doing for years and years if your results stack up or is it something that's pretty short term? Yeah, it's a, it's a tough question. Um, you know, I was probably late on the scene as a rookie at 32 years old. Um, so, you know, there's guys racing sprint cars right now that are 14, 15 and, and going pretty good. So I think you could, you could be there till you're 40 or 50. There's still guys winning at 45 years old now. So for me personally, it's not something that I'm going to do um, forever. If that was the case, I would have moved full time to America, but I'm Australian. I love Australia. I love being home and, um, you know, having the young fella now when he needs to go to school, I think that'll, <laughs> that'll be about time I, I pull it out of gear. So till then, you know, uh, I'll keep doing a hundred races a year and, and having a good time doing it. Awesome. Well, James, thanks so much for coming in. Uh, great to meet you. We'll be following your fortunes uh, very closely down in Warrnambool, given the uh, the ownership structure and the fact that Jared Waitley uh, is one of the owners. Uh, good luck, and I'm sure we'll touch base before the race again uh, in late January. Cool. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.